What is going on, guys? It is Lee Mealy Waking here, back with another episode of the Magical Wrestling Podcast. I don't, I don't even know what episode I'm on anymore, but anyhow, let's go. Please welcome my guest today from Bucklebomb. We have Orlando. Orlando, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you today? <laughs> I am very, very well, mate. How's your week been? It's been fine. Busy with school and work, so I'm a little tired here. Have you managed to dig into much wrestling this week? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, whenever, like, I finish work in school, I watch some wrestling. So, yeah, so. And what products do we normally dig into? Um, actually, I've been watching at least um, WWE, AEW, and Impact. So, at least, you know, that's my week. So. <laughs> uh-huh. So, it sounds like a good week. So, obviously, welcome to the podcast. So, we're doing something a little bit different today. We Normally, we do fan theory, but we're doing a the history and problems of Impact Wrestling. But before we do that, let's get into some wrestling this week. So sticking with AEW, we saw the debut of Jay White and Keith Lee. What do we think? I mean, I'm happy for Keith Lee to finally get uh, back in my TV. Like, he deserves to be on TV, everybody's TV. And um, for Jay White, I'm actually getting to see him, you know, because I don't really watch too much of New Japan. So actually, I saw like maybe two matches of his in New Japan, so I'm excited for that. Um, I actually saw him live because they did come down here for the Impact tapings, so I actually saw him live, so it was amazing just to see how good he is, so. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, What did you reckon with the match with Isaiah? I mean, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I want to watch it again because I I saw, like, little clips here and there, so. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, definitely. What do you reckon with this storyline with Jay White? It's looking like there might be a little bit of a feud going off with the books. What do you reckon? No, no, it's going towards the Elite versus the uh, Bullet Club. That's what they've been planning and since, what was it, like, since probably, like, two years ago, maybe? Mm -hmm. Probably, like, you know, they've been wanting to do that feud for a while now, so we'll see, like, how it goes. Definitely, definitely. It's exciting times for AEW. Would you agree? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll head to uh, WWE, and of course, Brock Lesnar. I mean, what was your what was your opinion when he run the Royal Rumble? I mean, I kind of hated it to be honest with you. Well, I figure it was going to be either him or Roman because, like, the story is it's supposed to be Roman versus Brock at WrestleMania. So, mm-hmm. I mean. It was already known, like, after he lost the belt to Bobby, I was like, oh, he's entering in the Rumble, he's going to win it. And then, mm. sure behold, he entered and he won, so. Hmm. So, are you reckoning that he's going to win the Elimination Chamber then? I don't want him to. I hope, like, Roman does something to affect his win or affect him to get into the Chamber so that that way, I mean, because I heard uh, rumors of them doing title for title, so... Yeah, I've heard that quite a few times. So, and it seems a lot of people's against that. So, we will definitely, definitely see. So, that's WWE. Let's head over to Impact. So, on and no more, the invasion angle. What's your opinion on this? I kind of like it, to be honest with you. I actually liked it. I, actually, I was at that taping. So, actually, looking, uh, seeing it live, I'm actually liking the vibe with all five members. It's mm-hmm. interesting because, like, I know that Vincent and uh, Mac. Taven had a feud in Ring yep. of Honor, so it's interesting just to see them uh, together again. So, mm-hmm. and do you think they'll win the five on five? It is it. I think it's hard to kill. I could be yeah. wrong about that. No, no, they're gonna win it. I have a feeling they're because like I think because they're gonna be the ones that cause chaos. So I, I have a feeling they're gonna win it. Hmm, definitely, definitely, we we'll definitely see. So that's the mm-hmm. topics done. So let's get into our main event. 
the history and problems of Impact Wrestling. Now, what's your first memory of Impact? The first memories of Impact was um, the commercials for pay-per-views that they first started when they were starting their uh, their company. Like seeing the pay-per-views, I remember seeing Sting and uh, DDP, you know, and I think um, Scott Hall in some of those commercials. So I, I was like, okay, this is interesting for a mm-hmm. 11 to $12 a month, a month pay-per-view. So it was very yeah. unique for something like that. I've never seen something like that. And then they got into syndication. So I saw like maybe two, maybe three shows, maybe like mm-hmm. back in like what, uh, 2004, 2005. Yep. And like I said, they were obviously founded in 2002 by obviously Jeff and Jerry Jarrett. They were looking to fill the void for WCW. Do you think that's a good business model anyway? Or do you think it's kind of a bad one? No, no, that's a good business model. I mean, like, you know, I I think Jeff Jarrett did it more because he was upset with, uh, with what was going on with WWE and WCW. So I'm thinking like, because like you saw like the first four years of, of TNA, he was like the main person the main heel which was yeah it was terrible kind of booking at that time unfortunately mm, definitely definitely and obviously they've gone through a lot of issues which we are going to discuss so uh, the first one is obviously they lost the spike tv deal now this was obviously big for them because obviously mm-hmm. it's a big network they were pushing a lot of things but do you think this was like kind of like the start of it like what like made them go down a little bit no, I think the start of it was probably more management and then the deal for Spike that re- really affected it. Because like I remember watching TNA once they got that Spike deal. I was watching it for that whole time frame. I was mm-hmm. watching it every Thursdays whenever it was on my TV. It was a good product. I enjoy some, some of the stuff. I mean, the knockouts were amazing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the heavyweight division was really good. You know, there were some up and coming people, you know, like AJ Styles, yeah, Samoa yeah. Joe. You know, so it was a good time, you know, so. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, from Spike TV, they went to Destination America. They went yeah. to Pop. They went to, there were another one they went to, but. When you no, it was to... only those two. It was only, and no, I think it was after Pop, then it went to Access. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but do you think that changes the vibe a little bit for a company? You know, changing, because they were changing, what, three in three years, I believe? Yeah. No, you could see it. Like if you watch back at those time frames, the the vibe was very different. It was very eerie. It was very empty sometimes, you know. So and it was really hard to try to keep up with some of the shows. So it was like yeah. I kind of got off of watching it sometimes. So mm-hmm. oh, definitely, definitely. And the next problem now, a lot of fans hated this was Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff. Now <sighs> I want to know, I can't see why they hired these two, because they were doing pretty well. Though I mean, the ratings were doing well, but why do you think, from a business point of view, would they want to sign these two? Do you think it would name value? Yeah, because of name value. Because, come on now, everybody knows who Hulk Hogan is, so they thought that if they have Hulk Hogan on their TV screen, that's going to boost the ratings, you know, and yeah. also try to beat um, WWE, but that was their mistake right there. They thought, like, with Hulk Hogan and trying to beat WWE, that's, that was another thing of their downfall. So they should have kept their formula, like how they was, like stay on Thursdays, keep growing their audience, you know. But Yeah, yeah, definitely. And obviously the cha- the one thing they changed, which a lot of fans hated, was the six-sided ring because to me that was like their identity. Do you think that kind of like affected them a bit? 
A little bit because I was just like, I remember seeing the six-sided ring and I was like, it was weird at first, but then I got used to it and I liked some of the innovations that some of the wrestlers were able to do with the six-sided ring, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, and Jeff Jarrett did say like it was because it helped for the marketing because they could do that as like a toy, which is yeah, smart. Yeah. So mm, Definitely, definitely. And one of the things they decided, which I will never understand to this day was, Move to Monday nights. Now, obviously, I've got the ratings here for this. Let me just uh, get it up. So, <laughs> Raw, 3.6. Impact, 1.5. Raw, 3.4. Impact, 0.9. I mean, you could go all the way down. It they literally yeah. got doubled every single time. But yeah, why do you think, from a fan's point of view, would they want to do that? Because they wanted to try to beat Raw. They wanted mm-hmm. to try to conquer WWE, which that was their mistake. I mean, at that time, like WWE was the king of pro wrestling. Like that's why, like a lot of like Ring of Honor or New Japan, they couldn't really go after WWE. You know, so I I don't I don't know why they wanted to do that. I mean, that was a big mistake on their end. I think they should have waited maybe until they got into two or three million viewers. Maybe mm-hmm. they could have like given them a run for their money, but. Yeah, no. I I think it was 11 episodes they actually lasted, which was really, really weird. I mean, their first episode was really good. They had a lot of debuts and a lot of great matches for their live. Was it 2.2 there, Drew, if I remember right? Yeah, I think it was like 2.2, I think it drew. But yeah, as you mentioned, it was a great episode. I mean, you saw some debuts, you saw some returning wrestlers, but hey, Mm -hmm. we don't make the decisions, unfortunately. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So... So the next one is now Dixie Carter. Now, this is a person who, for me personally, didn't know anything about wrestling. I mean, you could literally go on YouTube, there's videos of what mistakes she's made. I mean, what's your overall opinion of Dixie? I think because she wasn't a fan of wrestling, or maybe she was like a like a casual fan, you like to call her, because she knew who Hulk Hogan was. Who doesn't know who Hulk Hogan? <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking because she had the money, that's probably why they wanted to use her. But then, like, when she wanted to take control or doing certain things, that was the mistake, you know, because a lot of people, they, um, they've they said about Dixie Carter, where it's just like, you know, she didn't know nothing about the business, and then she did some lot of shady stuff, like AJ Styles, Awesome Kong has said some stuff about her. So The thing with Billy Corgan as well, if I remember rightly? Uh, yeah. I mean, bless uh, Billy Corgan to try – to save TNA, but he couldn't. But um, you know, now he has NWA, so he's doing all right for himself. No, exactly. I agree on that one. So, what do you think the legacy will be for Dixie? What do you think, like people remember her for? I think they will think of her as just like um, the the uh, the person that financed TNA, but did some bookings that really affected the company. And I don't think she should take all the blame. I think there's a lot of blame of other things like what we just discussed, mm-hmm. you know, like Dixie Carter was part of the blame, but she could have done better or she could have at least had some, I don't know, like maybe she was listening to the wrong people as well, because mm-hmm. I think that was the, the decision. She should have like taken the decision and be like, no, let's not. We're good here. We're making some good money. We're getting some good advertisements. Let's not try to compete with WWE. Mm, no, definitely, I agree. Mm-hmm. So the next one is now name changes. Now they went through. Let me one, two, three, four name changes over the course of their tenure. I mean, I'm never a big fan of like name changes. What's your overall opinion when they're changing the names constantly? 
Well, I mean, the most, the, the, the main name that everybody's going to talk about was TNA, you know, mm-hmm. so because that's most of its history, you know. Global Force was more Jeff Jarrett trying to doing another company, but that failed miserably. <laughs> um, so, so I wouldn't count that. So um, uh, Impact now is sticking, you know, like now yeah. it's everybody's talking about Impact. So mm, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. So the next one is Vince Russo. Now, I only know. This briefly, I know that obviously he joined the promotion from the start. There's been a lot of stuff backstage. What's your overall opinion when it comes to Vince Russo in TNA? Just listen to Jim Cornette's podcast about that. He hates him so much. Like he hated <laughs> the fact that he was working with him again. So, I mean, like, I didn't know that he did a lot of the stuff, like the the whole big riot that happened in TNA, that episode in TNA. That was his idea. Yeah. Which, that was a good idea. I mean, I liked it. I mean, that was really innovative. I mean, it's just like, because Vince Russo is the type that, like, he wants to do salacious stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that people get, like, so wrestling can get attention. So, you know. The, yeah, the one thing I always remember what uh, Jim Cornette says, it kind of bases it on Jerry Springer, which I find super funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but I mean, that's the point. Like, if you look at, like, uh, what was it, Dark Side of the Ring, when he talked about... Um, he created the um, what's it called the the, the boxing match uh, for WWF. Um, oh, it? the brawl, 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 brawl. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> I had a little brave heart there. So yeah, so he was talking about like something different, and then like Vince liked that, like because it was something different, it was unique. So, mm-hmm. so because of the fact that he did that, and he was good friends with Jeff Jarrett, so that's yeah. probably why he wanted him to come in because to help TNA to get some notoriety. So. I mean, some things stick, some other things didn't, you know, so, I mean, like I said, I talked about, like, the brawl that happened, that whole riot episode, like, that was a good episode, you know. Yeah, I remember that episode, yeah, very, very good. Yeah, I mean, every brawl everywhere, and I'm like, it was crazy. I I liked it, I watched it, like, I think, like, a few weeks ago, it it still is a good uh, little episode just to watch those 10-minute fights. So what do you think, so obviously when it was reported that he was working there in secret, do you think that really like damaged their reputation a little bit? No, I think that helped because like uh, the demise of WCW, because if he, if everybody knew that Vince Russo was working there, I think TNA would not have been popular as it was. So, mm. I mean, that was a good thing that they kept it because I didn't know he was working there until they started doing like shoot interviews about it. And then I just found out that he was working there. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> damn, he has been working there. Uh, is there any more that we've not discussed, which I've not included? Because I've included the most major ones. Mm-hmm. I think the four, I think um, the um, I think the different uh, channels that they went to, I think um, like when they went to Destination America, that was a bad decision to go there because isn't mm-hmm. that like a nature channel? I believe it is, yes. Yeah, and I, a lot of people did not have that network, uh, that <laughs> network for them to tune in. So it was very hard to try to see that. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, and also their app, I hate their app. It, yeah, I'm not, I'm not familiar with this app. You'll have to enlighten me with this one. Okay. Well, it does work on certain platforms, but for Samsung uh, platform, it does not work well. I hated it. That's why I was just like, let me cancel that. And I got the YouTube subscription. It's a lot better. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And yeah. is there any other ones? Is there any other ones? Um, 
I can't think of, uh, maybe the Jeff Hardy incident. I think how that went was really terrible. You know, that, I think that was like, that was like really bad for, even for Jeff Hardy's career. Everybody talks about that incident. Yeah. You know, and you know, it was that bad. I actually, I listened to the Eric Bischoff 83 weeks podcast with that. So it was kind of enlightening that Eric's there trying to do the right thing. I know he gets a lot of stick for, you know, different things, but it was trying to make the best of a bad situation. They were just, I remember actually, this is the reason I actually tuned out of TNA simply because of that incident, because you could just tell it was not in the right frame of mind, but no, that's one I'll always remember to be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But so, other than that, I think we covered like a good amount that was bad. So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. So obviously, we've talked a little bit about the history. What about the product today? Now, I've seen bits of it, but what's your overall opinion of the product today? Well, I am actually enjoying it. Thank God for Kenny Omega to help them because now everybody's talking about Impact again in a mm-hmm. good way. Like their product is really good. Like I went to their tapings. Um, it's unique on what uh, what they've done with their tapings. So what they do is at least three hours of taping, mm-hmm. so that that way they can fill like at least three to five weeks of TV programming. Yep. So yeah, so it's 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 it's, it's good for me. Like watching it on TV, it's really a good product. I I believe the last two years. Do you think obviously with the Forbidden Doors kind of help them? Obviously, we're signing some you know really good talent as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because like, look, you got you had Kenny Omega, you had the Good Brothers, you have now Diana that came from WWE to uh, from TNA to Impact that really helped. Mickey James is there now. They now have the Bullet Club, which is you know like, look, now that the Bullet Club is an Impact, and now Jay White just debuted on AEW, so maybe there are going to be some people that's going to tune in for the pay per view for next week. Mm, definitely. Do you think, obviously, working with other companies is obviously benefiting even more as well, obviously, with the talents? Oh, yeah, of course. Like, they were happy when WWE called. They were just like, oh, yeah, let's, let's work together. <laughs> I think they don't, I don't think they don't shut the door on who they want to work with. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe depending on the talent, maybe. But I don't think, I mean, if it benefits for them, then it works. So mm, Definitely, definitely. And what kind of matches, do, like cross matches, do you want to see? Is anyone, like, tickles your fancy a little bit? I um I'm still waiting for Rosemary versus Mickey James. Like I don't think they faced each other. And Rosemary is a great like she's been there for like six years now, six, seven years now. And mm-hmm. you know, I want her back in the title picture again, you know. So I like the whole DK stuff, but I'm ready for her to come back, you know, to to the title picture. Mm, definitely. And the one which is uh, everybody's talking about is obviously Diana and uh, Britt, which is I really want to see, but we're not getting it. It's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, like, yeah, they, and they want to face each other, you know. Like, I, at least Chelsea and Diana faced each other. They had like a little tag match with, uh, you know, with uh, I think it was Matt Cardona, uh, Chelsea team with. It was like a mixed tag match, I believe. It was good. Mm. I want more of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll move obviously to the uh, authority figure now, Scott Demore. Now, I've got a lot of respect for Scott because he's took it over impact. Do you know what I mean? When they were literally you could say dead in the water and mm-hmm. i remember in an interview that he said that the biggest thing that he had to do was get the fans back on side so you've got a what's your opinion when it comes to scott demar i have a lot of respect of what he has done i mean he even tweeted out about like like about the fact that they have worked with like you they he literally pointed it out new japan mlw nwa 
AEW and now WWE. So, I mean, the man is doing something right. So, I mean, and the, the product is doing well, you know, so. Yeah. Mm, so, I mean, it's like everything that he's done so far has just been amazing, you know. I mean, like, I had a little hate for him when I was at the tapings, but you'll see why. Yeah, um, yeah. If you ever watch an episode. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, no he was booed no he was booed at our tapings because of what he did which was you know a bad decision but right. it was in character so <laughs> <laughs> what do you think impact needs to work on a little bit over the next let's say a couple of years what do you think they need to improve on a little bit i think they need to improve on getting a, a better tv deal because that's the important i i get that they're in access and they're getting like um a hundred thousand viewers but Mm-hmm. To be in the level with AEW and WWE, I think they need to be in like some sort of uh, uh, cable com- uh, cable channel. You know, like I don't know which channel would work for them, but if they get like a big uh, channel, maybe that will help them. Also, maybe yeah. a few more live shows than like taped shows. Yeah, because a lot of people like read the spoilers and then they don't want to tune in, so I think it's better for them to do like more live shows. Yeah, yeah, do you think that them. do you think that affects them, do you know, with the spoilers? Yeah, because like when I went to the tapings, the 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 matches were not in order like on how they put it up on TV. So like right. like the inspiration match, I saw that match live. They mm-hmm. debuted that the next episode of of Impact. Uh-huh. And then they had a few more other matches that was for two weeks from there and then the rest of it will be for the final episode of Impact. So it's just mm-hmm. I, yeah, I hope they could work something out on that. But I mean, it's a it's it's a good product. I enjoy the wrestling. I enjoy the wrestlers that are there, you know. So I'm hoping they get a better channel, you know, more eyes on the product to help them out. Mm, definitely, definitely. Who's, your, who's some of your favorite wrestlers? Obviously, in Impact. So of course, Mickey James. Uh, I love Rosemary. She's the best. You know, Diana's amazing. I mean, the move to Impact was great for her career. Matt Cardona is doing wonders there as well. You yeah. know, now he's kind of a heel now. Um, <laughs> so that's amazing. Um, who else is there? Uh, uh, Chris Saban, that's been there for over 15 years in Impact, and he's still good. And I'm hoping maybe he, I'm hoping he goes, goes back into the heavyweight division because he deserves it because he is a former heavyweight champion so. <laughs> Where, where's alex shelley these days i've not, it's been a bit quiet i don't know i don't know if maybe he's dealing with an injury i mean i know he had covid so i'm thinking maybe that was the issue i know he probably returned to a wrestling event i don't remember when but i yeah like i don't know if they want to re-sign him again and try to do the motor city machine guns i mean that's a great tag team Yes, definitely, definitely. I agree. That's probably one of my favorites. So, who would you like to see in Impact? If you if you could see your ideal wrestler in Impact, who would it be? I would say Mia Yim. And she was in Impact before as Jade, but now yeah. she could go back to Mia Yim again. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there? Um, maybe Killer. Uh, maybe Killer Cross again. But I he said he doesn't want to work with them. I think because of the pay issue that they had. I mean, I I'm hoping that they fix that because I think back in the time like they probably were struggling with pay you know so hopefully that's uh worked out um uh, maybe i i hope maybe like you know they do an mlw crossover like you know like have alex Ham- uh, hammerstein i think that's how you pronounce it yes that's correct yeah so have him in the in the in the picture you know um you know maybe some more ring of honor guys you know i want to see like you know um 
Like, I love that Jonathan Gresham is there. You know, he's having some good matches with some of the Impact guys. So I'm happy for that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we still don't know what's obviously the future holds for Ring of Honor. So that'll be quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So what, so what do you think the future holds for Impact? I I think their future is to try to grow, which I, I think that's their plan. And also trying to make good deals with other companies so that that way they can establish good relationships. Because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been working for them, so that's a good thing. And hopefully, maybe um, they go to a better channel so that more people can watch them. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that's their hope, you know. Definitely, definitely. Um, so looking, let's say fast forward 10 years, how would you remember Impact Wrestling as a whole? Uh, it's a great uh, opportunity uh, for wrestlers, you know, some that came from WWE and some that were in the indies because there was like, look, there were like, there was AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Alex Shelley, Chris Saban that were part of like the indie scene and then they got into TV and they're still legends to this day, you know? So, so it's just, it's remembered for great wrestling and great um, developmental for some people that deserve to be on TV, you know? Mm, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, they are, and they are the ones that really put women's wrestling on the map. A lot of people don't true. give them, nobody gives them credit for that. And I, I don't like the fact that people talk down on them, but the knockouts division was the one that really made people look at women's the women's wrestling very differently. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. Ange- Angelina Love, I mean, that's probably one who sticks yeah. out straight away. No, Awesome Kong, Gail Kim, Angelina Love, Velvet Sky, ODB. Like, you look, you can name the beginnings of the knockouts division, and you could say all of those women were over with the fans, and they had incredible matches with each other, which all of them had great chemistry with each other, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely, definitely. So, a few little more questions as we begin to wind down. So, what's some of your favorite moments from obviously watching Impact? Kong versus Gale. That was the the feud of the of that year. I mean, like yeah. those two women, what they have done to help women's wrestling is just amazing. Like Kong, I don't think I've seen a woman wrestle her size like that. Like, you know, you see muscular women that become wrestlers, which is a, like kind of, kind of normal, but a woman that her size, I think I've seen like probably like some uh, before videos of like Aja Kong and stuff, but yeah. she really helped to show that, you know, larger women can get over and wrestle, you know? So mm-hmm. that feud right there was amazing. I think AJ Styles' run in TNA as like the, the face of it, was you know amazing now he's in wwe but most of his career was in tna so you know you can't really deny that so no i'm, I'm a massive fan of rage and i also like the when he obviously grew out his beard and stuff i kind of like that entrance thing as well yeah yeah exactly so... yeah and like and kurt angle helping to put tna on the map i think that was the biggest thing that uh, that tna would ever do like to get Christian Cage, Kurt Angle, Booker T, you know, those are big names to help the product, you know, so. And also to have Sting, like, as a legend, like, he didn't go to WWE after WCW folded. He no. stayed in, he worked in TNA, you know, throughout, what was it, like, probably like a decade of his career, at least. So, I mean, mm. and it did wonders for him because I honestly never really saw a Sting match until TNA. No, so, I actually agree. I never saw one as well, so it was kind of 
Interesting. And I'll really love the Joker sting as well. That's probably one which stands out oh, for no. me. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite moment. Yeah, especially when he was going all mad and stuff and doing the Joker. <laughs> that was so amazing. <laughs> it, uh, is there any angles which like you think, mm, not a really big fan of that when it comes to impact? I think um, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think. I, I think probably it blocked them out of my head. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, maybe the whole like uh, main event mafia. Like I like the idea, but the execution was not mm-hmm. there. You know, because like I think they wanted to put Sting as a heel, but it didn't work because fans were cheering for him. Yeah, you know. So you know, I think that, and then the whole like. Hulk Hogan being in charge and being a heel. I mean, like at first it was like interesting, but then it kind of yeah. ran its course, you know. Obviously, it took a lot of TV time as well. I mean, obviously, a lot of wrestlers were getting really obviously sick of that. Yeah, so exactly. I kind of agree with that one. So that really covers everything. So before we head off, mate, is there anything you want to plug? Um, you could watch us at Buckle Bomb, please. Uh, we have now uh, we have our streaming on um, what's it called, Twitch. We have a YouTube channel. We have Facebook, Twitter. Please go in and follow us. Uh, watch and listen to us anytime you want. And you can follow me at Twitter at underscore Orlando Orego. So that that way, if you want any up-to-date stuff. And I always tweet about good things when it comes to wrestling. Definitely. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Buckle Bomb, so you should definitely check them out. Orlando, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being part of the magic. Thank you very much for having me. Not a problem. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And I'll see you all in the next one. Magic Man, out. Thank <laughs> you.